Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. We've made it. Game 12. End of the season. Undefeated. Heading into West Lafayette. This is the LEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Bragley. That's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here as always. Well, not always, sometimes, most of the time with my co-host, Brandon. You can, Brandon, that was Brandon, by the way. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. It's Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. And tagging along, third wheeling it up is producer Seth, our in-house Purdue correspondent. You can block him on Twitter at Seta5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Brandon? Much like a lot of IU games last year, you started a little rough, but then you pulled that intro together. There's so, nothing rough I'm, about I'm, that. I'm, 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 I'm proud. I'm proud of you. I'm proud I'm of fine. you. It's I'm the tequila tongue or whatever it's called. I don't know what it is. Fair. Gets in the way. Fair. Speaking of getting in the way, let's get to some news updates. Um, I don't know. No big deal. We have two All-Americans. Um, let's see what else. No, I'm just kidding. We have two second, second team AP all Is it AP? USA Today? Something like that. Um. All-Americans, Michael McFadden and Taiwan Mullen. Uh, Purdue has one. I don't, know, I, I don't think that guy's that good. But Two is greater than one. Like, Greek, I don't know. Greek. Well, sometimes. We'll get to that a little bit later on in the podcast. We'll see. Uh, speaking of Purdue. Um, slam the line, by the way. Yes. I should have screamed that. But I just saw yesterday or two days ago, the DraftKings line for Iowa is down to I mean, if anyone's been listening to this podcast, we've had to bring it up a half a dozen times that the line was at five and a half and it was going to go down like yeah. Iowa getting five and a half was in or uh, IU getting five and a half was absolutely bananas. It's a so. classic. Uh, what do they call this? Toss up. It's a classic toss up game. They're just giving three points to the home team at this point. Yeah, so. Bill Bill Connolly would certainly certainly use that. I don't know. Who that can't, is. I can't wait to can't wait to rip Bill Connolly. William here. Connolly. Okay. Uh, speaking of ripping stuff, um, USA Today. Nobody reads it. Nobody cares. Nobody subscribes to it except for producer Seth. Apparently, uh, he has told me that they've gone and done. Excuse my language. Turn it down for the children listening. Bullshit. And have decided they that they were going to re-rank a preseason AP top 25 poll based on what? I have no idea. This, the link that he sent me was from 2019. So take this from whatever you want to take it from. They have the 17th ranked Indiana Hoosiers ranked at 39th in the country. Yeah, I'm guessing this was a clickbait article. I, I didn't see it. I didn't read it. But I'm guessing they had a lot of blue bloods up there i'm pretty sure then, they have texas in like the top 10 exactly something man. like that like usa ninth. today all all old print newspaper stuff like this is all to get clicks to get people to subscribe to paywalls print is dead newspapers are done um us today yeah yeah oh i wrote us that's why you said us today it's usa today 
but it doesn't matter because nobody fucking reads it. <laughs> so it does. Dang it. I was just reading the <laughs> teleprompter, Michael. I just do what I'm told. And I get I read it. The teleprompter. All right. Well, let's jump into the game. Let's skip over what I just did. Uh, game 12, final game of the regular season. We will be playing 13, maybe 14, probably 14. Um, so game 12 of the season is going to be at Purdue. That's in West Lafayette, Indiana. Um, I don't know how far away that is from campus. I don't think I ever made that drive from campus either way. Uh, it's on the, you know, worst part of the state. So that's going to be day after. I take a little offense to saying that's the worst part of the state, but why is that? I don't know. I feel like Southern South Indiana sucks. I feel like, like Southeast Indiana is, I don't that's know. Pretty bad. Pretty that's bad. Pretty a lot bad. Of, actually, a lot of mess. Like a lot a of l- listeners down there, though. <laughs> Probably a lot of listeners down there, though. Um, yeah, well, this, yeah, I, it's West Lafayette's closest to the region, and the region is terrible. And I'm a region kid, so that's that's why. Yeah, well, okay. Well, so is Dan Dockage. So that will be. It's the worst, <laughs> the absolute worst. Uh, and so is Seth. But Seth claims Chicago, but he's from the region. Um, uh, yeah. So, like, if anybody ever asked him where he's from, and he's had a couple of drinks. He always goes, I'm from Chicago. Now, now, to be fair, if anyone asks me where I'm from, I say Pittsburgh. So neither one of us. Well, that's way region. better than what <laughs> than what, uh, you know, lying about where you're from. At least you kind of tried Pittsburgh yeah. a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I spent six of my 33 years of living there. So that counts. That let's counts. stay let's stay on topic here, I think. Um, back to the date is uh, November 27th. Uh, TV TBD. I'm assuming noon kickoff as is tradition. Yeah, Although I think last time we played was three thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there. I should have remembered, but they serve beer at their place. So, um, all right, let's get into the history lesson. Previous meeting. Speaking of that, Purdue lost. Uh, so the old oaken bucket has been in Bloomington since 2019. Purdue lost 41-44 in two overtimes. The game was way too close. Um. Who was it? Logan Justice was our kicker. I think he missed three field goals. Three. He's no Can't Chucky Campbell, baby. No, he's no Chucky. Well, they put Chuck on and he made one. Um, very late in the game, too. It was uh, five minutes ago in the fourth quarter. Chuck Campbell, 41-yard field goal. Only attempt of the season, from what I remember. Um, either way, Indiana got the bucket back where it belongs, and that's where it stayed now for two years. And uh, we will play for it again. All-time record, Indiana has 42 wins and there's six ties. Uh, current coach for Purdue is Jeff Brown. Brown's in his fourth season, and he's got an incredible record. 19 and 25. Um, and if you want to throw some money on this game now, you can, I guess. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell what's going to happen. But IU opens as a minus six and a half on DraftKings. Um, Hammer. Sponsor us, DraftKings. Um Hammer. Yeah, let's get into the king, the key players. So we've gone, if my math is correct, we've gone 12 games. It's the 12th game, and we've done a quarterback for every team. Not this team. We're not going to talk about the quarterback here. We're going to talk about the weapons that he has to throw to or try attempt to throw the ball to. Um, one of them's pretty darn good. Uh, no accolades, no accolades last year probably because he didn't have somebody throwing the ball to him that was any good uh 2019 big 10 freshman of the year freshman all-american um david bell out of warren central high school 
I don't know what to say about him, but the dude is like, he's not huge. He's not fast. He's not, I don't know what to, I don't know. He's incredible though. He's I don't stunned. get it. Yeah. I don't get stunned. it. Um, against IU in 2019, nine grabs. Game. What's that? Great game. Yeah. Nine grabs, 136 yards and a touchdown. And if I didn't see that, I would have told you, eh, I thought we did a pretty good job on him. <laughs> like, apparently we didn't. Cause I thought Taiwan Mullen had a pretty good game. He had like one, one or two. And they were definitely questionable pass interference calls. And other than that, I thought he did a really good job defending him. His one touchdown. I do remember this. I think they made a shirt out of it. It was like a falling backwards. Like Mullen couldn't have been in any better position like hand either in his face or right in the line of the ball. And, and bell made an incredible job, uh, grab out of the air falling down into the corner of the end zone. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. The kid's really good. Um, next one. I don't know. Seth knows I've called this guy his entire career. Uh, yeah. That number 17 guy is kind of decent. He's number zero now, actually. Uh, Milton, Wright. I don't, I don't have any stats. He's just big, like six, three. So he's, He's okay. He looks great in a Jersey. Fantastic. So, um, and then they've always got an Anthrop running around somewhere and I don't know how he's still there. I think he's been there for eight years. Um, Seth's thing. Seth is saying six, but we'll, we'll stay with eight. Um, yeah. Slot guy that just, I don't know. He kills us 2019 four catches, 62 yards. These decent, decent player. So, um, other than that, their own line is pretty strong. Uh, this name might ring a bell for you. Gus Hartwig, a little bit of a recruiting battle with him out of Zionsville, uh, Greg Long. And then they have a transfer from Western Kentucky in Tyler Witt that plays interior as well. So one really strong offensive tackle, and then two really good guys on the interior part of the ball. Um, anything else you want to add here, Brandon or Seth, you're more than welcome to, to jump in and let us know what you think. Yeah, Seth, I'll go ahead and, and let you go if you have anyone that stands out. No, I think I think you're pretty much spot on. I think the two things that you're probably overlooking uh, would be Xander Horvath. Uh, <laughs> I know. We, we'll get to him. We we'll have, talk uh, about Xander in a minute. Purdue guys have an affi- natural, unnatural affinity for giant white running backs. Um, and then I think Payne Durham. Uh, I was going to put him in there, but we struggle with tight ends in the red zone, man. And that's, that's where he's really good at. Um, you, I figured letting you go first, you were steal my thunder there, Seth, but yeah, no pain. Durham is definitely a, a position we st- struggle with and he's got some talent for sure. Sorry. You can go, you can keep going. That's all. That's the only other guy I was going to cover was, was pain Durham. Yeah. There, there's not much else, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we named plenty of guys though i think right that's... right so here's why i didn't name horvath because he's super inconsistent a walk-on well and there's you hate walk-ons so, so 21 yards 101 68 21 102 against ill ugh, noise and 129 in like the most surprising win of all time against iowa so I mean, what, what are we going to get? I mean, against us, he killed us. That was the one part of that game where I was like, there's no way they're going to be able to run the football. So we'll just shut down anything the past. 
So yeah, because look at this in 2019. We've done this, I think, recently. 2019, here we go. Adam loss at Nevada. Uh, 66 yards. Stop. 66 <laughs> yards, 15 yards, 10 yards, 1, 54, 9, 24, 34, and then against IU, 164 yards per carry with an average of 7.1 yards. So now, now, Seth, I haven't followed this closely. Is Samson James going to get immediate um, clearance or is he going to have to sit out? No idea. I have seen nothing. There has been essentially radio silence. Let me look at the I roster. I know he's, a, he's awaiting an update. Yeah, he put the file, like he filed for immediate because he didn't start classes yet. But he's if you, not listed on the on the roster on the official producer. Because I mean, listed. he I got to imagine he's a starter by this like this time. I don't think like, he's going to play if if he gets cleared. He's, he's better than Xander Horvath. I mean, we're, we're 10 days away from the start of the season. I can't imagine. They give him clearance. You think Didn't Justin Fields quick? get cleared like the week before the season started or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I guess. You guys only have two people with the last name. I mean, Jay. again, that's apples and oranges, Justin Fields and Samson James. But I'm just saying the, the point of me bringing that up is people do get cleared this close to the season starting. Point is, Xander Horvath's, it, I, again, I don't even know how he sees the field. He'd be a really, really good Mac running back, um, but he's just not Big Ten quality. Our defensive line in 2019, it doesn't resemble anything of what our defensive line is in 2021. True. Um, I mean, that's it's literally night and day. If he has over 50 yards, um, you know, if there was a player prop like 55 and a half yards, 57 and a half yards, I'd call that a really good line. Like that's how many yards I'm expecting him to have. He's got some sneaky receiving skills, too. He does. I didn't say total yards. I said rushing yards. I did not say total yards. Four catches, 24 yards against us. There's going to be some mop-up time where he probably gets some catches out of the backfield. Man, you said you were going to take it easy on me. I guess (laughs) not. Let's get to the weaker side of the offense, Um, the quarterback position. Remember when you said (laughs) if you have two is more than one? If you have two quarterbacks... You have none. Another they say. walk-on. They're gonna, they're, they're gonna play another walk-on. Careful. That walk-on that walk-on was 28 of 49 for 408 yards Don't and three touchdowns against this. He didn't have any other, he didn't have any other D1 offers. Oh, Min- Minnesota offered him also a walk-on position. So you yeah, know. but Jake Plummer's kid. No, he he's decent. He he was he was a top, he was almost a top 500 guy. Uh, Jack Plummer actually does have a little bit of pedigree. He's ranked a little bit higher than the kid we just signed out of Texas. So I can't rip at least recruiting for Jack Plummer because he's he was in the 550s somewhere when I looked it up. But Seth, I mean, who's that who's the four-star quarterback you guys just got that flipped to tight end? Paul Pafieri. <laughs> yeah, he's like 80, 84 now instead of oh, there he is. Yeah. 89. 6'5", Yeah, homeboys bulked up. Damn. Yeah. He doesn't look like a quarterback. So yeah, I would move to tight end too. Yeah. Just based off his picture. Um, yeah. So Jack Plummer or Aiden it's, O'Connell. It's gonna be Aiden don't, O'Connell, don't, right? Don't Seth? forget Austin Burton is still in the mix technically and maybe uses a change of change of pace quarterback. Who is so Austin? Is have, he more of a running he's a transfer from UCLA? Yeah, he's okay. a dual Austin threat guy. quarterback. Yeah. It's crazy that he would uh transfer as a senior and not have a guaranteed starting position it's odd 
Well, I think if you're if you're like, okay, well, what Big if Ten school could I go to and have a chance? If you're willing to Rutgers. trade Los Angeles for West Lafayette, <laughs> I mean, word. So he did not play at all last year for UCLA. Didn't play in 2017. Did not play in 2018. Oh, so this dude sucks. Why are we talking he had about? one start against Oregon State in 2019 where he was... <laughs> He's got experience against the Beavers. Against the Beavers. That's why they brought him in. That makes sense. He was 27 of 41 for 236 yards. He also ran the ball for 64 yards on 15 carries. Jeff Brom's got that. With beavers. Yeah, man. <laughs> Jeff Brom plays 4D chess, baby. Oh, my goodness. Um, Brom. Brommer. Yeah, Brommer. Um, Yeah, so that's what we got there. And then I... I put the running back room down. We went over Xander Horvath again. We don't have to do that, but they added Samson James. If if Samson Samson James plays, maybe I wouldn't say a strength, but it's not that big. Bad does our guys want to kill him? I think there's Mm. maybe I'm building this up in my head, but you don't transfer during training camp to your rival to the rival. That would piss me off, right? Like. I would just want to rip that dude's. I didn't see much love on Twitter or Instagram or anything like that for him when he announced where he was going as far as like from other players or any of that stuff. Usually you see like a bunch of retweets, even like um, who went to like Coastal Carolina, like Gary Cooper, not him, but the other guy, TJ Ivy, maybe. Yeah, your boy. Yeah, I think. I think even IU like retweeted him like on the field when it was like his official arrival. Oh, I think the there's team. no love lost between Sam's. I mean, he went in the portal. Yeah, I mean, he's dead to me. I hope <laughs> I hope Handy rips his head off. Oh god. Like fatality. Like oh, my Mortal Kombat. At Brandon Dubich. Brandon Get over here. D-U-B-I-C-H. Um, all right, let's move over to the other side of the ball. This should go a little bit quicker, I think, unless Seth has more to add. Um, there's one clear strength on defense. It's the defensive end position with George Kovac. Um, will this defensive coordinator be any good? No. From what I'm reading, he made Marshall decent from what I read. Um, either way, George Kovac is a second team preseason all American, uh, day one. I think he's a day one or two NFL pick, unfortunately. Um, He'll get that Ryan Kerrigan thing, even though I feel like Ryan Kerrigan was a hell of a lot more of a force in college than George Kovacic. Um, He had two sacks in 2020, um, but I think he was double teamed probably quite a bit. And against IU in 2019, one and a half sacks. Um, I put one and a half TFLs, but Purdue's probably just giving him that stat just to add some more to it. But um had that book, baby. I guess. Other than that, on the line itself, unless his brother's really good, I don't. I don't know. Um, that's it. They got an SEC transfer um, on the defensive line that that should be decent. I mean, they they did add some SEC flair, much like IU did. So you know, if we're gonna give props for IU adding SEC flair, I guess we. You know, to to be fair, we have to we have to add, give them props. Oh, you're going to be fair. You're going to be fair. To here? be fair. Okay. To, to be, be fair. fair. Yeah. So, all right. I'll let you have that one. That's fine. Um, the linebacking core is decent, though. Seth, it if is. you want to hop in on either one of these, Jalen Alexander, a senior, both of them starting that are going to start at least out of the three. I think your guys are going to a four three. 
Is that right? Yeah, transitioning from a 3-4 hybrid to a so, base 4-3. So Jalen Alexander, then I guess Demarcus Mitchell might move to defensive end then. Yeah. So yeah, he'll be a pass, I have him listed be an as rusher. A, yeah, I have him listed as a linebacker. I don't know what he's listed on the official roster. Mitchell, it's that weird hybrid. Athlon yeah. Sports has him as a D, as a D, a D end. Yeah, he's listed as a linebacker D end on Purdue site. 6'3", 265. He doesn't get the accolades. I feel like Jalen Alexander got like a lot of like like I don't know. I wouldn't say accolades, preseason like pub. Yeah, preseason pub. Uh, Alexander was a 2020 honorable mention pick in the Big Ten. Uh, Demarcus Mitchell, though, senior, he led the, the team in TFLs last year um, and finished third in total tackles. I mean, he had 22 solo tackles in six games. It's just pretty solid. I mean, it's a decent front four, honestly, yeah. or a front seven. It's, it's yeah. a decent front seven. It's, it's you know, the people behind him. Well, I think they're yeah. going to struggle. It's bad. Do you have any more strengths you want to put in there on defense? No. I mean... We're, we have guys like there are obviously it's a football team. <laughs> <laughs> like we have players like there are rec- like most of these guys are three or four star recruits. They're, you know, fairly well known quantities. It's not a bunch of just random guys. The problem is behind that f- kind of first uh, you know, first wave of players. That's where the depth really falls off. Um so I, I like I like a couple of our DBs actually. I like Cam Allen. I like uh, Diedrich Mackey. Corey Trice is a big guy. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just the depth is what drives me nuts. Yeah, welcome. He's had three interceptions the entire year last year, and you're bringing yeah. most, most of those dudes back. That's bad. That's not good. Just because you're re- returning starters doesn't mean you're returning not good starters. Well, he, they were young. Yeah, he's got lots the depth. of freshmen We've and been sophomore there. last year. We've been there 20. I'd think of like 2015, 16, somewhere in there. Like that's classic IU, like one really good set of defensive players. That's pretty solid all the way around. I mean, our defensive backfield wasn't great in those years other than Richard Fant, but there was nothing behind them. Nothing. And, and they're going to they're gonna rely now, on a transfer. They, they, they have a Florida transfer, CJ McWilliams. No. Um, who is how do Florida transfers turn out for us? It's probably not gonna, it's probably gonna turn out the same way it did. Does there's them, just some so. pedigree there, right? Yeah, um, I guess you know, it's, it's probably probably the, the most. I don't know, I don't know either. Um, so yeah, so I, I get it, Seth. We've been there. There's one good wave now. You look at IU's defense now, now it's like now you feel good with anybody in the two deep as far as a, any of those positions. You feel like okay, cool, I guess. Um, who's starting opposite of Mullen? Would it be Lane? No, I guess he moved to safety. Whoever Reese it is, Taylor, doesn't matter. Jalen Williams. That's what I was. Oh, Jalen Williams. So Jalen Williams is out for a play. Reese Taylor's in. Okay, <laughs> what do you lose there? Nothing. Nothing. So, yeah. I mean, I hope you guys don't get to that point, but that's kind of what it looks like. I mean, unless he loses again. Again, oh, to. To give a little bit of a glass half full here, how how do you negate a poor secondary? You do it with good um, rush ends, and you know they have the rush ends to be able to do that. The problem um, is that's what they're going to have to rely on. The problem is they have to stop the run, and they don't have big fatty. No, I like, again, I like their linebackers. I, I think I'm talking I think, about the defensive defensive line. They have yeah, nothing in the middle from what I'm reading. Is that yeah. correct, Seth? Like nothing of and. Uh, 
substance, I guess. Don't they have the Jamari Lewis who couldn't see the field for us? Yeah, and the, then we have the Lawrence Johnson and Anthony Watts. They're they again experienced guys, but don't really have. They're not Lorenzo Neal, and you yeah, don't have yeah, Barnes yeah. back there anymore. Right. So it. I mean, I highlighted the other two linebackers. One of them is going to be a defensive end, I guess. So Jalen Alexander is going to have to be the new Barnes, but he's not going to be. I'm assuming. Jalen Graham's pretty good at at the other linebacker. I uh, I think yeah, it, it's it's a toss up. Uh, it's it's the biggest question mark by far. Brandon hit the other weakness. I, again, maybe experience there, but the DBs aren't. I, there's nothing that really stands out, I guess. I'm not saying that they're bad. I mean, they're Big Ten defensive backs. I mean, I'm sure they're way better than like Illinois or Rutgers, but you know, we got to pick something for a weakness, I guess. Um, let's get into key matchups. This will be some fun. And then we've got a, a special part here at the end, guys, you might want to hang on for. Um, key matchups. Yeah. I've got three. What do you guys got? So b- before we do that, you know, I do want to go. I do like S&P plus. I know it has its flaws, um, but, you know, S&P plus actually likes this offense quite a bit. They actually have it as the 31st um, offense. They have uh, Jeff- talent. Those wide receivers are awesome. Yes. They have to have somebody to agree. throw the damn football. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and like you mentioned, um, you know, their, their offensive line is good. Um, you know, whoever's behind center again, they, they put up statistics. I don't think the talent level is very good, but if you do look at the, the stat sheet, the, the numbers are there. They like this. It's the defense um, that they S and B plus doesn't like. Yeah. Um, they have them as the projected um, as the 73rd best defense um, in the, in the country. Um, so that, that, that front set, that front seven and specifically the starters are going to have to carry a ton of weight and you just can't in a big 10 conference like that, that wears down over the course of the season. I think, I think Purdue is going to be a lot tougher in the first six games than they are in the last six games, because as Seth alluded to depth just gets depleted and you get tired legs from your starters, you know, as you get into late October and November. Um, and I think by time this game rolls around, um, I, I think IU picks them apart. Unfortunately, not very fortunately, unfortunate for Seth. Yeah, that might be the case. I think the the biggest telling factor on how Purdue's season goes, and we can get into this more later, is going to be how how often that little tent on the sideline gets used. Um, we are probably the I don't know, maybe not the single most team, but the team that can afford the least amount of injuries. Yeah, mar- right. margin of error. Margin yeah. of error or yeah. margin of depth, I think, is maybe the better thing there. All right, let's get into key matchups. I've got three. Brandon, what do you got? Scroll, scroll, scroll. I have, I have three. And then I have I have four, I have one mean one. Seth has but. one. So I'll um <clears throat> I'll start. Go ahead. This game is a uh, at least when Purdue has the ball, it's a put the kids to sleep game is what it is that's what they call it because it's going to get ugly Mullen versus bell um i was looking forward to four of these we're only going to get three of them before both of them are in the nfl um bell put up big numbers against Mullen in, in 2019 we kind of touched on this before but man i was there i and i've rewatched the game probably i don't know i mean it's such an exciting game at the end probably five times 
Mullen was all over that dude, like all over him. Yeah. And he was just making spectacular grabs. There was that one too, where I think AOC just like launched it. Like he just like was off balance, getting sacked and just kind of threw it up. And Bell, I don't know how he turned his body and made this catch, but it was incredible. Um, Much like the other AOC, I I roll my eyes both at that nickname (laughs) and at at his ability. Did it just for Seth. Dude, you're going to kill all of our listeners if you're not careful. (laughs) Um, What do you got? What's the first one you got? Uh, So I'm flipping it around. Um, I think our wide receivers against their corners. uh, I think we just absolutely... Again, I know you don't like the, the air raid style offense, um, but I think they're going to really struggle. I mean, we roll out. I mean, they have good wide receivers. I think we have just as maybe we don't have anyone as good. Well, yeah, we do have Fry Fogel. Individually. Fry, I don't think Fry, they're totally different. That's what they I said. are totally different. Bell is smaller. Bell is, I mean, probably just as fast. He's like, I don't understand David Bell. I don't get it. He's awesome. He's they're, like they're, uh, they're two phenom- they're two phenomenal wide receiver rooms. I think ours is a little deeper than theirs, and I think we just need to throw three or four wide receivers out over and over and over and over um, at them. So how do you feel about this, real quick? I just thought about this. I was thinking of like who is comparable to David Bell as so far as like body size in the NFL. Is Sammy Watkins too fast? Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 not Sammy Watkins. Uh, I got him confused. Buffalo. Who's in Buffalo right now from Maryland? Uh, he played Diggs? in Minnesota. Diggs. Stephen Diggs. Yeah. No, I don't see that either. If anything, I see. I see Juju Smith Schuster. I oh, see. Dude, come on. Like at least I tried. <laughs> I do. I, I see a guy who. Um, you know, goes, he battles and he does a lot of the fundamental things. Okay. And, um, you know, yeah, but he's not six two. Alan Robinson. Alan Robinson's pretty good. Alan Robinson's pretty good. I'm looking up digs, dude. I guarantee you this dude is like the same size as this guy. Yeah. Oh, he's six foot, six foot, six, two dude. David Bell, six, two doesn't play like six, two. That's what I mean. It's like, what is this guy? Oh, I forgot to give him first team All American or first team All Big Ten. I didn't see that um, when I looked him up the first time. So 2020 first team All Big Ten for him. Um, all right. Second, were you through with your first matchup? Yeah. Yeah. No, I just have attack, attack, attack their corners, throw, throw wide receivers in waves and um, exploit Definitely. that matchup. Seth, how many do you have? He's only got one, of course. Um, I asked him to prepare. Guess what he did? Didn't fucking prepare. So I did it twice now. Damn it. Um, so I've my next one is avoid the epilepsy triggers with their stupid lights and their stupid flicking off and on, like whatever. Every time they scored a touchdown, I think it makes me so mad because I thought for sure that game in 2019 was wrapped up, and then to be there and then to have to listen to those obnoxious annoyings around the stadium like as the lights are going like whatever dude cool you get to do cool things with your lights you dumb engineers so either way just like even if we do what we do keep them down (laughs) dumb dumb engineers 
Dumb. Yes. Stupid engineers, I think is what I said. Did I say dumb? I don't know. Call them lame, at least. Lame call engineers. them corny. You I don't can know. be smart and not be smart. Yeah. It makes sense. I promise. I'll explain it to you if you don't understand. Probably went to Purdue. Um, so, so my points to this, keep Purdue down. Don't let them back in the game. Don't give up any big plays. Don't let Xander Horvath go right up the middle for 48 yards. Like, don't do any of that stuff. Because in the third quarter, we were up 28 to 10 with five, like five minutes to go or something like that in the third quarter. 28 to 10. That should be a wrap. Like, put a bow on it. Let's go home. It's over. But no, what do we do? We have to go to two overtimes to save that game. So avoid the epilepsy. Triggers. So I, I was going to go into another one, but I think this this kind of plays off yours. And I would like us to see t- us go up 28 to 10 again. I would like to know how many times Purdue can come back from three scores. Um, s- score points, right? Turn this into a track meet. Um, you know, make them one-dimensional. And I think that becomes a game that we can we can roll with pretty quickly there. So um, that's that's what I would like to see because I don't, you know, um, much like it, never mind. I'm not going to make another AOC joke. Um, I, I just don't think they can score enough points to keep up with. Uh, with IU. All right. My last one. And I think Seth and I have talked about this off of the air. It is throw out the records because it doesn't matter where we're at. Purdue will hover around bowl eligibility. And if all things go right, we should have it well locked up before this game. So this is a big game, even if an under 500 Purdue team can come in and be, you know, take us out, even at six and five or six and a half point favorites, even if they're, they're, they're going to be pushing. They should be right around bowl eligibility. I'm thinking I, I have them at five, five and, and six, six at that point. Yeah, I have them at five and six coming into this game. I mean, literally, that's we'll that's, go through that's, season predictions. We'll go through season predictions. That's the big surprise I was saving for after our promo ooh, in just a minute. But. Uh, so, yeah, this, I mean, we've talked about this absolute best case scenario, like absolute world flips upside down. We come into this game 11 and 0, right? <laughs> yes, I know. you. Yeah, I said world flips upside down. I guess if it flipped upside down, it'd be right side up at this point but either way again um maybe our toilet i can still see us losing a game against the five and six purdue game or purdue team on the road and it's not something that you want to do oh you have been drinking tonight it's a bad look yeah just a little bit not a lot just this first no so i mean my, my uh, this isn't a matchup but this was gonna be my last one uh it's crushed dreams we've been five and six going to west lafayette needing a win we've mm-hmm. been in this position got and it once per- i think Purdue has crushed our dreams. Let's do that to them. It, it'll mm-hmm. feel nice to repay that favor to Purdue. Um, so that's that's not my matchup, but that is that is one thing that uh, that I have marked here is just crush their dreams. They're going to be five and six. Brom needs a bowl game. Um, I don't think he gets fired regardless, but he needs a bowl game, right? If he doesn't get to a bowl game, then next year hot seat. Um, so again, uh, I think he, I think his job's safe going into next year, no matter what. But that'll be a big game. Um, so crush dreams. Um, you think my, his job is safe? I do. 
I do think his job is safe. They finished. Year, no I'm looking at what. 2019. So like just because of the last time we played and the last time both teams played a full season. He finished four and eight. If they finish four and eight again. I think they'd have to go no something way. like two and ten for him to get booted. I think they lose to UConn. He's done. <laughs> Midseason. Uh, Mark, Mark Hagan becomes the coach. Um, well, can't get any worse. Um, all right. <laughs> Speaking my my of- final one, my final matchup that I, I have delayed, because I think this might be the matchup of the game, especially if Purdue has any chance of winning this game, is the battle in the trenches. Purdue's offensive line versus IU's weakness. Again, I think they've added enough talent that it's no longer a weakness as it once was. It's like the ends are the only weak. Well, no. Yeah. Well, D-Mac, D-Mac and CO are pretty solid, but they're not. Right. But again, if, if they if they can dominate the line of scrimmage, keep the ball out of IU's offense's hands and control the game, that's the only way Purdue can win this game. So that's going to be the matchup that I'm probably watching the most is is IU's defensive line versus Purdue's offensive line, um, because, again, this game needs to be scored um, less less possessions, probably below 28 points if Purdue wants wants to have a chance. Purdue needs to win this game 27-24. They can't win this 41-37. You know how they do that? Payne Durham and the slot receivers Mm. versus IU linebackers and safeties. Mm. Remember, we have Marcelino back. I said what I said. And we we just added an SEC transfer. So, you know. That's true. The safety room just got a lot better, but you're not right. I mean, that again, that has been a weakness. True. 100%. Saying, if if we're going to win, that's that's a heavy part of the recipe. I can't right. disagree with that. That's your key matchup. Yep. That's what we waited this whole time for. Well, I picked one that I that's didn't fine. think you guys that's would. Fine. Do you want to know what everybody else waited for? Fruits. I can't believe you didn't say you versus the Boilermaker fans or whatever. I don't know if I'm going to go. I'm going to try. Ugh. You you didn't you didn't spend like I thought you were for sure going to go with uh, the Greek freak turntabling Caleb Jones and just, you know, wrecking Michael Penix. That's what I thought you were going to go with. Like Karloff, this has like a three and a half sack game with a strip sack and, a you know, that's what I thought you were going to go with. Like the guy just goes absolutely nuts. That makes I sense. I take that too. Yeah. 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 It's It's not going to happen. We're going to, we're going to chip him with a, uh, chip him with a tight end and throw Stephen Carr, who's a pretty good blocker at him as well. We're going to throw as many people on Karloftis' side as possible. Yeah. Do you want to know who else is going to have a field day then? Do you want to know who else has a tight end? Runners. (laughs) Jesus. Do you know what runners wear? Monon Track Club. Monon Track Club is the sponsor of the OEO podcast. The Monon Track Club is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport. Believe it or not, running is a sport, boys and girls. And the Hoosier State, they craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes to shop MTC and support an IUOM-owned small business as a thank you. And Garrett does not do thank yous very often. MTC is offering customers 10% off their purchase with promo code LEO10. That's the letters LEO and the numbers one zero. That makes 10 LEO10. And I think I said first purchase or did I say there? No, I just said there. That's fine. No big deal. All right, moving on to a special. 
Wait, wait, before before we have to acknowledge that segue, um, you know, an anchor man when he's like, I'm not even mad that I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in pretty, you know, that's that amazing. Line? Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought of that. Segue. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so you're going to be mad about this. Um, we're going to start with Bragley's question of the day because I came up with it in the middle of the podcast. Um, and it's probably uh, a ridiculous. Redundant, not a redundant, a um, South Alabama redundancy. <laughs> Rhetorical. That's the word I was looking for. Rhetorical question. But Seth, if Jack Tuttle were to transfer and have automatic eligibility to Purdue, day one starter. starter, day one starter. Okay, absolutely. That's it. Now moving on to Brando's Rando. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, that's obviously not going to happen. But no, 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 it's not. But no, 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 no. But but one thing that could have happened, and according to all Purdue websites, Purdue backed off, backed off on Donovan McCulley. If Donovan McCulley is tearing it up, Donovan McCulley's a day one starter at Purdue. If Purdue didn't back off, and if Purdue didn't have other options at quarterback, Donovan McCulley's absolutely the day one starter at Purdue. No questions asked. But hey, who am I to question, Jeff Brown? The guy at Gibson Southern, I think, is going to be a day one starter next year for us. Brady Allen. Yeah, Brady Allen. Is. Yeah, he's, he, he should be pretty good. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see who his coach is. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's head back into Brando's Randos. What you got, Brandon? All right. Starting with a fun one. Um, two popular Xanders. Um, Xander Horvath and Xander Diamant. Who is the better player? And who will be who is more memorable? Horvath, Diamant, Seth, Horvath, Horvath. Oh, what? That's absurd. The more picture memorable? of Xander Diamant with the cigar, like people have that everywhere. Like him holding the bucket with the cigar, like that Xander Diamant. I agree forget, with you. Don't forget, he beat he beat Purdue to win a bucket. This little five foot, one hundred and fifty pound, not Wait, a, like you just, sad excuse. Did you just for call him Hoosier Rudy? Did you just call him Hoosier Rudy? No, I w- that's not what I was doing. You know my okay. thoughts on that movie. Five foot nothing, a hundred nothing. Uh, that's not what I was trying to do. I'm so sorry. No. What's the correct spelling? Is it X A N D R or no, Z? Z Xander. It's Xander, not okay. Xander. Okay. Next. Just wondering. All right. Rank these. Whose program. dad is more successful? <laughs> Jesus. Bam. All right. So I'm I'm gonna bounce a couple off you. So this is gonna be a little bit of rapid rapid fire. Rank mm-hmm. these programs in regards to national relevance. Washington State or Purdue? National Purdue. relevance. Well, now it's Purdue because Leach isn't there anymore. Purdue. South South Carolina or Purdue? South Carolina. South Carolina. Kansas State or Purdue? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Push. Is the old dude there? Still? No, he retired again. I think it's, I think Snyder. this is Purdue. I, That's I a push, I think. I, it's a, I it's close. So yeah. And then this one is near and dear in my heart. Pitt. Pittsburgh. Pitt or Purdue? Push. I think it's Pitt. I think it's Pitt. I think it's a push but. too, but maybe a slight edge to Pitt. But they haven't been relevant in a while. They haven't. They have. They haven't been good in a decade. So 
Yeah, that's a good one. That's one of your better ones here recently. Yeah, I like that. Yep. All right. Um, next question here. Uh, this is kind of for both of us, or both Seth and Michael, because both have been on the other side of this. Is the rivalry better when IU Purdue are both good, or do you guys like it better when one team is beating the other by a million? No, when they're both good. So the one time, so we neither team was so. How do I say this? When they're both on the same playing field, I guess. So I want, I'm trying to think of the year 2015, maybe. Jonathan Crawford had to make uh, a I pick. love Jonathan Crawford. Dude, big plays. All yeah, a pick at the very end of the game to keep that a win. I want And we had Tevin Coleman. He ran for, he got his 2,000th yard in that game. Maybe that was 14 then. 14 or 15 that neither team was going to a bowl, but it was a hell of a game. So I would rather both. It's been a long time since both teams were good. You want to think of the last time both teams were good would be the Austin star game. Yep. And that was a hell of a game. I so, missed it. Cause I was, I was pledging a fraternity and I was driving people around. Oh my God. Oh my God. So I missed that game. <laughs> um, I've only seen it on TV. Oh no. And you've heard it on the intro to the podcast. Um, yeah, no, I'd rather both teams be good or at the same level. Rivalry games are so much fun, man. And, and I want both teams to be good. Like, so I've seen so many people like, Oh, I love beating Purdue by, you know, a million points or whatever. Rivalries are fun. They're good for the sport. They, they, I think they lift both programs. Um, and only good things come from when both teams are good. So, um, that's I'm, I'm with you on that one. Last one. Um, and this one is a, obviously not a serious one. Rank these Indiana towns, Muncie, West Lafayette, mm. Terre Haute. Got to go Muncie, West Lafayette, Terre Haute in that order, right? Wait, That's worst to best to worst, best to worst. I've never I think been Muncie's better than West Lafayette. Never been in Terre Haute. I never have either, but I've only heard awful things. I've seen it on live PD or campus PD. I think it was campus PD. I've been to West Lafayette. I've had a good time there. I've been to Muncie. I've had a good time there. Yeah. Just on default, Muncie, West Lafayette, Terre Haute. Ugh. It's West Lafayette, Muncie, Terre Haute. I've lived in two of the three of these places. No. Uh, no, one, which, which one which one Muncie haven't you looked in quite a bit Terre Haute right I, I made it one semester at Ball State <laughs> <laughs> we decided to part ways mutually remember when you said the dumb engineers <laughs> uh, <laughs> Purdue took me in it was fine yeah see okay that's the last one that is it all right now let's reach deep into producer Seth's sack and grab a couple of hit questions from him and then we will get to the season predictions Whoop. All right. Brandon with the fun route. I'm going with the painful route. Mm -mm. Favorite Purdue player all time. Oh, man. Mike man. Allstott. No, no, no I fucking fuck I feel like I liked I've liked some Purdue players and I was like, have okay. there been any Purdue Colts? Yeah. 
There's been some Purdue Colts. Was, I can't think that, of any there Purdue was the, the Pittsburgh one, Steelers. The one white wide receiver that was that's got like all of the school's history, everything. What was his name? What Vinny Sutherland? No, or, no. Re- more um, recently, um, no. It was uh, in the like, late 2000s. There we go. Ron Woodson. I, I had to look it up. Oh, I Rod, did, yeah. I did not know that, but he went to Purdue, and Rod Woodson is phenomenal. So there we go. That's an answer of Purdue Boilermakers in that. Um, I'm going to have to scroll down here a bit and check this out here. 20. John something was his name. First name was John. Standiford? Standiford. Yeah. Um, that's not my favorite, but let's look at this. Let's look at this list now that we have them here. Um, Stu Schweigert. I did like Ricardo Allen quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I didn't know this guy went to Purdue either, but uh, Chucky Akobe oh, um, this won, explains won a, a Super lot. Bowl with the Steelers. This explains a lot about this asshole. Bernard Pollard went to Purdue. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate that guy. Um, is Marcus Bailey's going to be a pretty good pro, isn't he? Yeah. For the, you, Marcus, for the Bengals? For the Bengals, Bailey, yeah. yeah. Seventh round pick. Uh, the linebacker uh, Jawan Bentley in New England might get a lot of run this year too. And neither one of them are any, you know, are Derek Barnes. So Derek yeah, Barnes is going to be a pro bowler. day one starter. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll go. I'll go with Kawan Short. I'll go with him. Hey, there you go. All right, here we go. Another another bad one. Worst Oaken Bucket memory. Twenty. 17 because i was there we should have won that game we should have won that game by a lot um and we lost it was at purdue 31 24 well i should have i said we should have oh you know what that was and didn't they game. keep it and didn't perfect that game keep... yep we we lost we were five and six they were five yeah. and six yeah and we were down 21 10 at halftime 24 10 at the end of three and then we came all the way back um, and I think we got it 24. I want to say we got it 24, 24. Then they scored again. 31, 24. Yeah. That game yeah. was brutal. Yep. I'm, I'm sure there's other ones, but recency, I don't know if you call it bias, but yeah, that game was tough to swallow. The, the Austin star game was, was mine. Oh yeah. That I'm was... sure that was a bad one. Who, who's your favorite Purdue player ever? I loved Stu Schweiger growing up. For some reason, he was he was a Raider for a little bit. Um, not uh, not Mr. Mole, huh? Yeah, Vinny Sutherland. Big it's a birthmark. Of, it's a birthmark, uh, not a mole. Dustin Keller. <laughs> oh yeah, he was really good there for like a year. Yeah, and, a half and then or he got like hurt that. and disappeared. Yeah, those were some of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it was thirty-one to ten. In the fourth quarter, IU, um, two straight touchdown passes on consecutive possessions, but we scored the 24th point with a minute left and then failed to get the onside kick, and that was it. So I got heckled quite bad on the way out because we were right next to the students, um, about a row behind the bench. So not a good memory. Um, Okay, let's do it. Season prediction time. Guess what, Seth? 
you're in it. Oh, Seth boy. starts, Brandon next, and I'll finish it up with a positive note, probably. Game by game at Iowa. Hold on, I got to write these down. Oh, boy. You're going to hate me. That's okay. At All Iowa, right. go ahead. At Iowa, loss. Okay. Idaho. Win. Cincinnati. Loss. Western Kentucky, win. Win. At Penn State. Win. Wow. <laughs> By week. Clifford, big red dot. Yeah. Um, Michigan State at home. Win. Ohio State. Loss. Um, at Maryland. Win. At Michigan. Win. Oh, shit. Uh, Rutgers at home. Win. Minnesota at home. Win. On the road at Purdue. Go F yourself. <laughs> so i'll take eight and four with that start i would take eight no i gave you nine start. and three. Oh, you i mean I, did, I don't tell you you have us with four no the first game the third game i have iowa cincinnati, cincinnati ohio state and ohio state oh you're giving us purdue okay yeah i didn't okay. want to say it but then i yeah i'm glad you said the f word on this too so that's cool i didn't that's three. I, just, I didn't i just... <laughs> branded at iowa Win. Idaho win. Cincinnati. Loss. Oh, God. Guys. Western Kentucky. Win. Penn State. Loss. Um, Michigan State. Win. Ohio State. Loss. At Maryland. Win. At Michigan. Loss. Rutgers. Win. Minnesota. Win. Purdue. Win. So what, we're eight and four there. All right. Here we go, boys. At Iowa. Win. I'm going to get dogged on so bad. <laughs> at Idaho, or Idaho at home, win. Cincinnati, win. I think we win by 14. Uh, Western Kentucky, win. Penn State, loss. By yeah. week. Michigan State win. Ohio State loss. Maryland win. Michigan win. Rutgers win. Minnesota win. Purdue win. Ten and two. I like it. Yeah. No, I think I think we there we have a more of a chance to go nine and three than we do seven and five. So um, I have two. I have two. I did have two possible losses. Cincinnati and Michigan. That's it. Yep, and those are the two I have us losing. That's that's literally the difference. Um, I just can't see us going any more than two and four against Iowa, Cincy, Michigan, and Minnesota. I we've done the Cincy preview, and the more I think about it, out of me, man. Not, they still... don't scare me. They do not scare me. They are such a smaller team than we are. I think we have All a better chance around. of beating Michigan in Michigan than Cincinnati. No, we'll be there. We'll be there. You can watch it with your own eyes and you can say, you know what? You're absolutely right. This is just like when you told me Michael McFadden is going to be really good. Ritter's been getting so much national pub, too, dude. That's fine. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Cool. I wish I got to play Marshall every other week or I got to play freaking Tulsa or Tulane. I wish I got to play that schedule. Wait till I wanted to go nine. I wanted to go nine and three so bad. I wanted to say Michigan isn't that good. The big house scares me. 
Honestly, I'm not. I'm not giving players, man. I'm not giving this to the actual Michigan team. I'm giving it to the curse of the big house, and we haven't won there in a bazillion years, and it's just weird. Um, that's the game that I probably had the toughest job, like picking Mm. was. was Well, Seth gave us a dub there. Got us winning with or got us finishing with five W's. I, I'm mad. That's why I kind of let out on a side because when I heard Seth gave eight and four, I'm like, okay, cool. Nine I, and I, three. Won't, I, I won't I won't be I won't be the, the worst one here. And I was at eight and four. Yep. Um, that's why I went last. <laughs> Finish on a good note. I think the worst we do. I think eight and four if, is the worst we do. Like obviously there's there's an obvious premise here, an obvious asterisk. If everybody stays healthy, the worst we do, obviously, obviously eight and four, the best we can do. Well, the best we can do is 12 and 0. I mean, that's the best we can do is 11 and one. So, I mean, does this, can we can the only team that I do not think we can win against is Ohio state. I do not think we play them. Think If the quarterback play is, is mediocre, you don't think we have a chance against them, man. Master Teague scares me. I don't care who their quarterback is. They're Olave and Wilson are so good. I get that they're really good, but if you can't throw the football to them, or if you're turnover prone, you're on the road. And according to my record, one, two, three, four, five, and one, Indiana ranked on the road, that place is going to be crazy. If you're not good, and I'm not saying that they're not going to have a good quarterback. We don't know. Nobody knows. Seth brought this up. I don't know what podcast it was, but I really liked it. If IU can get both Cincinnati and Iowa, Indiana starts drinking their own Kool-Aid and then they become very, very dangerous. If they're if they're undefeated going into that Ohio State game, that's the only way I think they have a chance because then they start believing. And when you got the leader that is Tom Allen, that starts to become really infectious. So confidence is contagious. Exactly. Exactly. So that's that's kind of the only way I see us even having a chance is if, you know, we're going in undefeated against Ohio State and, you know, it's it's game on. Let's go. That's it. Brandon said it. 12 and 0. 12 and 0. We're going to the <laughs> national championship. I think um, I said 8 and 4. Okay. Next week. We're, we're not doing a first team all Big Ten. No. Anything like that? That stuff. No. We don't need to do that. Do we well, I have nine players making all Patreon? Ooh, nine. Yeah, Patreon podcast. Check us out on Patreon <laughs> if you can find us. Um, I mean, we. I don't. I didn't put any in depth into that. That's fine. No, I didn't. Do you want to tell everybody who your nine All Big Ten players are? I have Ty- Taiwan, Micah, and Fry Fogel as first team. Penix, Hendershot, and Campbell as second team, and then third team slash honorable mention is Carr, Marcelino. And Who's your Reece first team Reece quarterback? Taylor. Big Ten. Um, he's the 10th ranked overall player in the big 10, according to big 10 network. Yeah. He's got to be the top quarterback. I don't know if, if, if Penn state's only loss is then probably goes to Clifford senior Clifford with maybe a top 10 record. I don't know. It'll be whoever Ohio state's quarterback is no matter how bad they are. CJ Stroud. All right. Next week. It's game week next week oh man i'm gonna be so distracted when when are you leaving i'm, I'm sure we'll cover this friday next week. at seven o'clock in the morning how long does that drive six hours not bad with two kids seven hours yeah. probably yeah i forgot you were bringing the kids so um 
Yeah. Yeah. Next week is game week. Next week we start our traditional format of preview and post game. Um, be sure to check us out. The previews will be out every Thursday pending um, my laziness and we will um, go for there. And that preview will be of the Iowa game. And um, that's all I have to put in there. Anything else guys while we're here? I, I don't have anything um, except that Pitt is more national relevant than Purdue. <laughs> if I, you win 10, if I, you wins 10 games, I'll get an Elio tattoo. Let's oh go. Okay. Let's go. It's recorded. That's fine. <laughs> and I will do the same. I love, my wife I'll do will the same. Absolutely hate me, but it will I definitely don't. I'll put it. I got to put it on my like ass. though. No, I'm putting it on like right here. Top right shoulder. No, and it's going to have candy stripes through the LEO. Too. I, don't, I don't want that to be visible. I want my body's a temple and uh, <laughs> no, no yeah, visible. You treat, it, you treat it like one. Um, <laughs> All right, guys, and be sure to check out the podcast on Facebook and Twitter. It's facebook.com backslash LEO. Twitter is at podcast LEO. And also follow, download, rate, review, please. We love you guys very much. Until then, we will be previewing Iowa next week, and we can't wait to do it. Uh, We will talk to you guys later. See you guys. LEO. 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 Yes. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.